This is Free Talk Live. It is a live Saturday edition, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the packet 8.net toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free, so do enjoy those. They're on us. That, once again, freetalklive.com. As we launch an hour number one of the live Saturday edition, you bring up anything. Starting things out by going to homelandstupidity.us and a story, sort of just a recap of this whole situation in uh, the, the, the military VA hospital in Washington, D.C., you know, this debacle that has developed over the last few weeks. Michael Hampton reporting, most Americans, not knowing any better, think universal health care is really a good idea. Unfortunately, there is no such thing. Right. Everybody likes the idea that, uh, oh, yeah, if I get something wrong with me, I would hate to, to see to not be able to go to the hospital because I don't have insurance. So it would be good to have universal health care. Anybody who's ever gone to the hospital and had to pay cash or or didn't have insurance knows how much, how expensive it is. Right. It, and so inevitably, that leads them to say to themselves, hmm, sure would be nice if I didn't have to pay these bills. Be nice if it was free, so-called. Of course, not it's free. not. We all pay, and we pay out the nose uh, way, for universal, universal yes. health care. To see exactly what American universal health care will look like, assuming it actually comes to fruition, which, of course, it seems like both Republicans and Democrats would like to see that happen in many cases, one needs to look no further than the smaller version of universal health care, which already exists here in America. Yep. A recent New York Times CBS News poll shows that 55% of Americans think the most important domestic issue is making health insurance available to all Americans. And 64% said the federal government should provide it. Uh, and it sounds great. Everybody would finally get all the health care they could possibly ever want, and it wouldn't cost anything. At least, that's what we're told. Okay, maybe taxes would go up a little bit, they'll admit when pressed, but... It'll be so much better once everyone gets free medical care and doctors no longer get paid exorbitant rates. But before we jump headlong into universal health care... You know, uh, doctors may be getting paid um, you know, much larger rates than they used to, but the reason that they're getting paid so much more than what they used to is because it used to be a, a doctor doing his practice, maybe his wife helping with the books or something like right. that. Um, now, to be able to fill out all the um, reams and reams, reams of, of paperwork, especially government paperwork, because it's I asked a doctor um, this very question. He, I asked him, um, you know, is it true that half of every dollar, um, 50 cents out of every dollar is government spent? And he said, sure. Um, it's all medic Medicare. Um, old people need uh, medical care more than young people do as a general rule. And um, so therefore, even though there's fewer old people, they're spending half the money. Half that money is Medicare money. And, you know, it's it's the government that's involved. And the government requires all kinds of uh, you know, accountability for the physician. He doesn't just come in, take a look at you, um, fix you up, and then send you on your way anymore. Now he's got to fill out all kinds of paperwork to get paid. So he has that all costs this more staff. Money. Right. Right. He has staff to be able to fill those out. Otherwise, he wouldn't, you know, you he's, pay the staff. he's the big moneymaker in the office. So, you know, they, he has to hire somebody to, um, to fill out the paperwork that gets paid less than him. So that, that's what runs the costs up. Also, something else that runs costs up are the is this whole system of doctors that we have there are people who are capable like nurses and that sort of thing people who are capable of doing many of the the tasks that doctors can perform who are prohibited by regulations and uh, and the industry uh, rules prohibited from doing those things 
So if a nurse can handle taking care of one particular type of wound, where mm-hmm. a, as the same as or as well as a doctor could, um, she's not allowed to do that. Well, Only that's the, the doctor. That's the AMA's fault. Um, right. You know, the the doctors' union essentially is what the AMA is, and they've managed to get all kinds of, like many unions do, all kinds of laws passed that you can't do anything that their union doesn't specifically say that you can do. My point being, the AMA is essentially artificially restricting supply. Yes. There are a bunch of people out there that would like to have them themselves operated on or fixed or whatever it is their problem is, and they can only go to a doctor, whereas in a more free marketplace, they might be able to go to a specialist who only does you know, wound suturing or something like that, and thereby pay less because they didn't have to go to nine years of school to learn about how to do wound suturing. You know what I'm, do you see what I'm saying? I so that, that brings up the price of, uh, of doctors. But nonetheless, uh, let's, let's go back to uh, Michael Hampton and this universal health care idea. As he points out... At, we're told that it's going to be free, but before we jump into universal health care, just because it sounds so good, we should have some idea of what we're getting into. Universal health care is a national tragedy wherever it's been tried, resulting in needless death and suffering as fewer and fewer people actually get anything resembling health care from the national health bureaucracy. The reason for this is simple. No government can effectively run a social program. It you can look at any government program to see the examples of I mean, this. If it's so important that we have medical care, it's important that we have food. Why don't we have the government grow our food? Look what happens. Well, I can answer why. Look at uh, look at the Soviet Union. Right, there'd be soup lines. Uh, also, look at government housing. Shelter's really important, right? right. We've got to have roofs over people's head. Look at how government housing is. It's lousy. It's right. lackluster. It's dangerous. I've seen public housing. I'm not really interested in public health care. Thank you. Indeed, there's no need to leave the country to see what universal health care would look like. You need to go no further than Building 18 of Walter Reed Army Medical Center in Washington, D.C., the nation's so-called leading military hospital. Two weeks ago, the Washington Post reported on conditions at Walter Reed. Quote, Behind the door of Army Special Specialist Jeremy Duncan's room, part of the wall is torn and hangs in the air, weighted down with black mold. God. When the wounded combat engineer stands in his shower and looks up, he can see the bathtub on the floor above through a rotted hole. Oh, my God. The entire building, constructed between the world wars, often smells like greasy carryout. Signs of neglect are everywhere. Mouse droppings, belly-up cockroaches, stained carpets, cheap mattresses. The reaction of the bureaucrats to this expose? They rushed in a crew to paint over everything. I kid you not. Quote, after the media tour of Building 18, the Army's Surgeon General gave a news conference. Quote, I do not consider Building 18 to be substandard, he said of the facility, uh, Priestin Hole, found full of mouse droppings, the cockroaches, and etc., and other delights. He says, we needed to do a better job on some of those rooms, and those that you got in uh, today and saw that we frankly have fixed all of those problems. They weren't serious, and there weren't a lot of them. Fixed, fixed them with paint. Yep. Kylie might have had a stronger case if men wearing Tivec hazmat suits and gas masks uh, hadn't walked through the lobby while the camera crews waited for the tour to start, or if he hadn't acknowledged moments later that the entire building would have, been, uh, would have to be closed for a complete renovation. The general also seemed to miss a larger point identified by other officials, that Walter Reed's problem isn't of mice and mold, but a bureaucracy that has impeded the recovery of wounded soldiers. A bureaucrat could, couldn't, wouldn't be able to see that anyway. I mean, you're essentially asking them to see that their jobs are, in, that, you know, the doing of their jobs is inefficient and uh, that they're, you know, that, that, they, that it could be done far, far better by somebody paid less in the private sector. 
Yeah, they don't want to see that. No, why would they want to see that? That's a terrible thing to see. Then the bureaucrats... I am inconsequential. But that wasn't where it stopped. Uh, The cover-up wasn't over. Then they retaliated against soldiers who spoke to the press and smuggled reporters in and out of Walter Reed for months. Quote from the Army Times, soldiers at Walter Reed Army Medical Center's medical hold unit say they've been told they'll wake up at 6 a.m. every morning to have their rooms ready for inspection at 7 and that they must not speak to the media. It's unusual for soldiers to have daily inspections after basic training. Hmm. The Pentagon also clamped down on media coverage of any and all Defense Department medical facilities to include suspending planned projects by CNN and the Discovery Channel, saying in an email to spokespeople, quote, it will be in most cases not appropriate to engage the media while this review takes place, referring to an investigation of the problems at Walter Reed. So their solution is uh, throw on a coat of paint and then keep the media out. Hide it. Well, we don't want to talk to you anymore. Oh, it's okay. It's, we're, it's not because we don't want to show you what's going on. We're we're just busy renovating. See, Get back is, to us in another five years. This is what the media is for, is to uh, catch the, the government when it's messing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what the purpose is. And they got caught red-handed in this case. Yep, that's why we have a First Amendment. And if, Freedom the, of press. if, if the media hadn't have caught this, then this would have just con- continued going on and on and on. Of course, all they've done is shuffled around some bureaucrats. And then they've claimed that the problem's been solved. Right. Well, that's that's what they did during uh, with the FEMA disaster. It's amazing. We got to fire a few of these guys, and we'll get we'll get it all fixed. Let's go to Mark in Indianapolis, listening on WXNT. Hey, Mark, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey. Hey, what's hey, on your mind? Um, you're just talking about socialized healthcare, and I wanted to give you a piece of information. I would like My... to get that information from you. If you'll hang on, we will bring you back. I promise. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. This is your show. You can take control of the airwaves. Universal health care. It's pure socialism. Have you ever had the chance to experience any of this? Like maybe up in Canada, that sort of thing? I want to hear from you. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition. You can take control of the airwaves. Toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That's the packet 8.net toll free line for you. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are completely free, so do enjoy those. They're on us, including the wiki, wiki.freetalklive.com. Over 1,200 unique pages created by listeners like you. It's like the listener-editable version of our website, and it's totally free. That's wiki, W-I-K-I freetalklive.com and the Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festival, better known as Pork Fest, is June 18th through the 24th. At Pork Fest, you'll be able to attend leadership and activist training seminars, talk with New Hampshire natives and those who have made the move, and socialize with hundreds of fellow activists and lovers of uh, lovers of liberty. Register today at porkfest.com. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. We're talking about a really terrible idea. It's called Universal Health Care. And going back to the phones, talk to Mark in Indianapolis, listening on WXNT. Mark, what do you have to say about it? Well, I just wanted to give you this little piece of information. Um, Companies that provide health care for their employees have a big problem in that 90% of their health care cost is incurred by 10% of their employees, simply Mm. because they're prone to illness or they're simply hypochondriacs. And I see no reason why a company of, say, 30,000 wouldn't be a reflection of a larger population like the U.S. I just see this, us having the same problem. So you're saying that uh, if there were universal health care, there'd be a bunch of people just running to uh, the doctor for a drippy nose, uh, that sort of thing? Yeah. 
Exactly. In fact, that's what we've. In fact, that's what uh, the experience has been from people who are in countries where they have this uh, socialized healthcare system. People, uh, they don't. They don't think they have to pay for it, so they just. Or they're not paying for it directly, in that they aren't being billed directly for it. They're still paying for it through taxes, but uh, they don't feel like they're paying for it directly. So yeah, they do go and they do run to the doctor whenever uh, little Johnny gets the sniffles, and it'd be it'd be a situation where normally, if you were paying for it yourself or if you had your own private insurance then you'd be a little bit more careful about whether or not you were going to run to the emergency room over, uh, you know, a strange itch or whatever. You, you know, and the other thing is, is that um, when these when these people would go and they wouldn't be uh, they, they wouldn't have the disincentive of having to pay um, like normal, even a copay. They um, you would have so many more people in the waiting area. And this is what happens where you have socialized medicine um, in you know the VA. There's a huge wait to be able to see the doctor mm-hmm. um, in, in prison. Sometimes months and in, months. Yeah. You know, in, in prisons, you've got the same thing. You have essentially socialized health care there for the convicts. And, you know, they, they wait all day to go see a doctor. Mark, any other thoughts? Oh, uh, yes. Um, if there's an overflow of patients and... The, there's no real incentive for doctors, you know, not making big bucks. Wouldn't there be a lack of doctors to see the influx of patients? Sure, doctors sure. would make less money in socialized um, in a socialized medicine uh, situation. So right. and supply the best and, demand and brightest would be less likely to be doctors. Right, and supply and demand are completely thrown out of whack. There's no idea, there's no way for uh, the marketplace to judge anything because the marketplace isn't involved. It's a completely government-controlled program, and the government just arbitrarily makes decisions. The government will arbitrarily decide that uh, X number of doctors will service X plus you know times 10 number of people or whatever, and uh, they'll set those rules. And uh, and that'll be how it is. And it, you'll have to wait for the government to make a change to the system before anything else opens up. And there's no incentive. The government doesn't have any incentive uh, to do anything right because it's not in search of profit. It's not in search of people uh, making them happy. It, it doesn't have any of the market signals. It doesn't have any uh, sort of way to, to gauge what the marketplace is demanding at all. And so, of course, you're going to have shortages. And, of course, you're going to have uh, serious supply and demand problems. Mark, thanks for the call. We appreciate hearing from you. You know, there's nothing slower than the government in getting around to something. Mm-hmm. Um, court cases take forever to get um, to be seen. Does arbitration take forever? No. No, it's right I away. Mean, you know, just in any circumstance where you've got the government involved, things move more slowly. Yes. Uh, the siren song of universal health care really needs to be analyzed very closely. Uh, please don't let these politicians snooker you into believing that this is going to be just fine and dandy. You know, they have they have universal health care and universal dental in uh, Britain. People pull out their own teeth with, with pliers. pliers in Britain b- rather than go to the dentist just simply because it's such an awful experience. They oh, have to wait so long. Don't forget how the dentist gets paid either. They get paid on a per-patient basis. Right. So, so it doesn't matter how long they spend with you. As long as they see the patient, they get paid. Right. Doesn't matter what they do, doesn't matter what the diagnosis is, doesn't matter how satisfied you were, they get paid. So they have an incentive to move through as many people as they possibly can, give them the most uh, cursory examination, the most cursory diagnosis, and just shuffle you through the system. So even even if you do finally, after you've waited for months and months and months to finally get to see the doctor you probably aren't even going to be satisfied with the, the In results. all likelihood, you'll uh, be shooed out of there as quickly as you, poss- as you possibly can get you out with some kind of, uh, you know, here's an antibiotic. See you later. Oh, you have and a then, problem? You can wait, and uh, then we'll address that in six months. Right. Then you're back in the, the end of the queue waiting to go back. 
Unless, of course, you're an elite, in which case you have uh, connections to special doctors. Absolutely. But look, otherwise. I mean, it's all you have to do is look at Congress. They have, you know, <laughs> they have their own gyms, their own banks, their own mail service. That's what it's going to be like. The people who can afford it will either um, have their own doctors, or they'll fly to other countries where they can get served uh, right. by doctors. Or you know the like politicians, the politicians will have their own um, little set up there, and that, you'll be screwed. Yep. Uh, or continuing though, Michael Hampton at HomelandStupidity.us. A government bureaucracy can never deal with these sorts of problems in a manner that any of us would think reasonable. As mentioned before, social programs are simply something government cannot do. The reason, of course, is bureaucracy, a natural, uh, natural component of any government agency. National security columnist and attorney Philip Carter explains that bureaucracies have a reverse BS filtration system, where when information is passed up the chain of command, quote, excrement is added to the final product instead of being removed. Mm -hmm. By the time the information reaches a senior commander or civilian official, it no longer reflects reality. Everyone in the U.S. armed forces, including veterans, already has the sort of universal health care that the majority of uninformed Americans would like to foist upon the rest of us, and the politicians as well. Studying this existing universal health care system will show exactly how this nice-sounding uh, idea utterly fails in practice. Just as communism has failed every single time it's been attempted, just as socialism ends up with poverty, impoverishing its people and destroying an economy every single time. But yet we're going to try it again here with right. universal health care. This is socialism. So for some reason, Americans believe that socialism can work in America. I don't know why that is. I don't think they understand that it's socialism. I think that they're somehow obscured from the wealth the forced wealth redistribution. How it is they can't figure it out, I don't understand. They're pretty clear with it. Social security is socialism. Let's go to uh, Greg in Canada. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Greg. Um. Yeah, we have uh, universal health care up here in Canada. And I just want to talk about a little bit about um, where it came from. This guy named Tommy Douglas, um, he started a political party in 1933, and the founding document of that political party is called the Vagina Manifesto. Just read one quick quote here from it right at the very beginning. It says, we aim to replace the, president, the present capitalist system with this inherent just in, injustice and inhumanity by social order, from which the domination and exploitation of one class by another will be eliminated, oh, in geez. which economic planning will supersede unregulated private enterprise and competition. Yeah, the problem so is everybody the can have a crappy system. The problem is the yeah, planning. Yeah, exactly. Greg, I want to bring you back. I want you to tell me more about the system up there and uh, what your experience has been. Hang on, if you would. 800-259-9231. People are calling for so-called universal health care here in America, and I want to know how you feel about it. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the packet8.net toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231, live Saturday show. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features totally free, including archives. So if you've missed a moment of the program, and if you're uh, listening to us on a radio station that only does the Saturday edition, then you've missed several moments, because we have a weekday show as well. And you can download them all at freetalklive.com. In fact, you can download an entire year's worth of the shows right there, front page of the website, freetalklive.com. 
com. And also, I want to tell you about our friends over at SACL CAI. They've got a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful, they record every call, and they've got the best equipment money can buy. So your business is handled as efficiently as possible. See their banner at freetalklive.com or call 800-544-6359. That's 1-800-544-6359. Do business with businesses that support Free Talk Live. As we go back to the phones, back to the fun, uh, continuing to discuss a uh, and not-so-fun topic, though, uh, universal health care. It's a scary topic, uh, a topic that has to do a lot with socialism, forced wealth redistribution, and just a, a miserable result for the end consumer of health care. Let's go to Canada and go back to Greg. You're back on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Yeah. Um... What I wanted to mention was that uh, the socialists, they claim that the free market system is a domination of one class by another, but really they're hypocrites because they're the ones that want to dominate everyone else by telling them what they can and can't do through regulations and laws. Sure. Can you give um, me some more examples of what what it's like to, uh, to actually be, since you're in Canada, to actually be yeah. within this system? Well... Um, I've been very fortunate. I ha- I've been very healthy and haven't had to use the healthcare system much. But You're a younger a person, I can tell by your voice. Yeah, um, a friend of mine has a two-year-old son, and um, recently he uh, ran into the corner of a wall and split his head open, Ooh. and he had to go to the emergency room, and he had to wait for hours before he could uh, see a doctor. You know, with a, you'd, you'd figure a two-year-old screaming child bleeding from the head would get attention quickly. You'd but, think. I mean, in a, you'd think so. But, and, you know, the thing is, even if we grant to the socialists that a private health care system would be really, really expensive. My friend would have been perfectly willing to max out his credit cards to get sooner treatment for his kid, but he's not allowed to. Because but that's not even fair. It's not even fair to grant that to the socialists, because if yeah, you look at any other marketplace uh, that isn't um, just drastically regulated by the government, and health care in America is heavily regulated by the government, we have a mostly socialist health care system in place today. We do not have a free market health care system at all. If we actually did have a free market health care system, competition would bring down health care prices. Uh, it's it's just a fact. Look at the hamburger industry. Look at the computer business. Whenever there's very little re- uh, government regulation and, and people are free to innovate and free to uh, start their own clinics and free to uh, start their own practices and that sort of thing, uh, free of governmental regulation, then inevitably uh, prices will come down. Services will drop in price. Uh, the vendors that are selling the equipment to the doctors will be more free to compete, and thereby uh, those sorts of prices will come down as well. So it's just not even fair to even grant them that. Yeah, the, the argument I use with socialists is I say, look, would it be okay if the government in Canada sold all, the, all their hospitals to one private company so that one private company would have a monopoly? And, of course, they'll say, well, no, monopolies are bad. Well, I, the government I, has it. And I come <laughs> out and say, exactly, the government itself is a monopoly, and it's an even more dangerous monopoly than any private company because the government can outlaw competition. That's exactly what it's done in Canada with a law called the Canada Health Act, which makes all medically necessary treatments um, the sole, you know, uh, government can only is the only one yep, that can leave. Exactly right. Medicine. For some reason, it's bad when there's a private monopoly, but uh, for some reason, government bureaucrats are just the most loving, caring people in the world, and so we can put them in charge of anything, and everything will be yeah, fine. It's an, it's amazing. Greg, thanks for the call. We appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Not that a private monopoly is generally a very good thing for the marketplace. Um, usually, if you've got a, a private monopoly, what you have is, it, 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 as a matter of fact, the only time you can have a monopoly is when the government grants it. 
That's correct. Like, like in the uh, like your power company or your cable company, that sort of thing. Right. So if if there's no competition, then the company generally becomes like the government. They're complacent. They don't have the market incentives. They um, they're, they're not quite as bad. They're not quite as bad, but, but they're bad. They they haven't been at it as long. That's really the the issue. only other way you could even get close to a private company becoming a monopoly without governmental intervention would be for that private company to provide the best damn service and prices and product out there to where no one else decided to jump into the business, no one else decided to jump in and compete because this one particular company was just doing such a darn good job. That's the only way to do it. Well, they they managed to make agreements with other businesses that uh, exclude their competition in some ways, too. I mean, that's, it's not just that they're so great at providing service. I'm, no, that would be what it would be because then um, other people could go and start their own um, companies to compete with that original company and thereby take market share. Well, let's not get into monopolies It's theoretical, now. though. It's, it's almost impossible to actually reach because as that company becomes bigger and bigger and has a bigger share of the market, they provide worse service. Be even worse. Exactly. Let's continue with the calls to Elwood in Boca Raton listening on WFT. Oh, wait. Elwood's gone. Let's try Tim in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Tim. Yes, I would make a, a, I think a good argument could be made that the only way to curb health care costs would to be to make insurance illegal. Oh, why? Uh, because there is no instance where insurance has decreased cost to the consumer. Yeah, but I like the idea of having insurance. It was instituted by the physicians to raise prices. Well, I would, I would. Here's where I say the problems um, occur with with insurance. Um, The state's thoroughly involved in insurance. As a matter of fact, in your state, you've got a commissioner of insurance. Every state has one. Why? To watch over the insurance companies and make sure they provide good service. Well, how come if you know how come these uh, this isn't this doesn't happen in every marketplace? Uh, you know why isn't there a computer commissioner in your state to make sure that computers are regulated Thank goodness properly? Goodness, there's not. Um, you know the insurance companies are going to sell what insurance people want. Instead, the state tells them what they've got to provide. You have to provide transgender operations for you know whatever. You have to provide men pregnancy uh, coverage. All kinds of nonsense. Abortions gets in, for nuns. Gets right. Gets gets included here when we don't need it. So it's the state involvement in insurance companies. Some people right. would want them and some people wouldn't. And, you know, when if you want it, you're going to have to pay the extra to have it. Yeah, you're not actually calling for outlawing insurance, are you? I would say that if you made it illegal where people had to pay out of their pocket or die, you're right. You you would find the prices would crash. Well, again, I would, I would agree with you, but I just don't a, support making it illegal. Allowing a free market in healthcare is is the solution. I don't think you should be getting government involved in making something illegal or mandate or, or let, letting it, letting loose any sort of mandates at all. Let the marketplace decide. The marketplace will set prices, and then if you want to go buy insurance, you should be free to do that. If you don't want to buy insurance, that should be your business as well. Personally, I like the idea of having insurance uh, for critical care and that sort of thing. My personal choice would be to have have a very high deductible because I can handle, you know, the little things and uh, and that sort of thing. And thank you for the call, Tim. We appreciate thank hearing you. from you. 800-259-9231. I think he makes a valid number. claim that if you outlawed insurance that uh, the price of medical care would, would drop. But then what, what are you going to do? There's still going to be catastrophic medical circumstances that you're going to have to pay for. And it's even if it's not yeah. $100,000, it's going to be $50,000 or $25,000. Yeah, I'd rather have uh, insurance and pay on a monthly basis than go into debt. 
uh, were something terrible to happen. Yeah, um, I think that uh, for young people, probably the best thing to do is cover uh, really catastrophic circumstances. Right. And other than that, yeah. 1-800-259-9231 to CJ in Oklahoma on the amplifier line. Hey, CJ. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Great. What's on your mind? I wanted to talk about this health care thing. Um, I, there was one area you guys hadn't really talked about on it yet, and that is when government gets involved in health care, what is the end result, not just in the quality of the health care, but then in other areas where they start encroaching, like lifestyle. Can you give an example? Well, yeah. Um, we're seeing it before we even get fully socialized in New York, where they're starting to ban trans fats in restaurants mm-hmm. because they're trying to offset the cost of health care. I mean, in countries like... You know, all the countries that are instituting these these socialized healthcare systems, the costs are skyrocketing, so they're starting to mandate. Yeah, it gives them an excuse to ban even more things: cigarettes, candy bars, cigarettes, steaks, right. potato <laughs> chips. Yep, and then they'll be in total control. Then they'll have to. Then they'll they'll mandate that you have to exercise every day. CJ, great point. Thanks for the call. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two. And dangerous sports. They can't have those. Right. People yeah. get hurt doing uh, <laughs> skydiving and stuff. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. They might just say, "Hey, if you got hurt skydiving, you just can't come into the hospital." More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Your show. Bring up anything. Toll free at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. It is a live Saturday edition, and that's the Packet8.net toll free line. 1-800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are completely free, and uh, we do ask you to voluntarily support the show, however, in return for all giving you all that stuff for free. We ask that you go and vote for us at vote.freetalklive.com. It's a once-a-month sort of thing. If you've yet to do it in the month of March, we still need your vote because the competition is hot all the way right up till the remaining moments of the month. And uh, we really need you to go to vote.freetalklive.com if you're in front of your computer. If you're not in front of your computer, uh, do your best to uh, do that when you do get to your computer. Vote.freetalklive.com takes you less than a minute. All you need is your email address, and it makes a big difference for us because if you vote for Free Talk Live, then it keeps us in the, num- it keeps us in the number one position worldwide. And that means more people finding the show and discovering the message of freedom and liberty and hopefully uh, hearing what we're talking about tonight with this universal health care issue, an issue that I don't think a lot of Americans really have a grasp on. I don't think they really understand the implications of what is being suggested here. And there are a number of uh, politicians and activist groups that are out there pushing for this idea. And they're pushing for it. They're selling it on the so-called benefits, the idea that you just won't have to pay for health care anymore, Americans. How could you be against that? Well, you should be against it if you value freedom in the least. And if you value your health in the least, you should be against it. I mean, time after time, whenever you look at uh, this universal health care, and that's the new buzzword, that's the new bu- buzz terminology for it, for what is 100% socialist health care. Yep. And it's been tried, and it continues to be uh, tried in other countries around the world, and continues to be a dismal failure. Uh, and all you have to really do to, to get an idea for what it would be like is to look at the VA, look at the Veterans Administration. As Michael Hampton at Homeland Stupidity has outlined for us, just a few more thoughts from him. He points out the problem with universal health care is worse than dirty, rat-infested hospitals, with the normal hospital staff replaced with uncaring bureaucrats straight out of the DMV. In Canada and Britain which both have this type of socialized health care, actual health care services are strictly rationed. I've read more reports than I care to count of people whose doctors, uh, whose doctors don't care for them one bit and just move them through routine visits. As we pointed out earlier, they get paid on a per 
visit basis. So the more people they can move through, the better their pay is. And of people who die while on months-long waiting lists for necessary life-saving procedures such as emergency heart surgery. In fact, this is the norm in every country with socialized health care. And we've read horror sto- like Michael has, we, over the years here on Free Talk Live, we've read horror story after horror story of, uh, of, of people and their health care experiences in these countries with true socialist health care. And you don't have to look far to find horror stories in America's health care system. And it's no surprise because it is mostly socialist. It's not 100% socialist yet, just mostly socialist. And so inevitably there are going to be some serious bad stories here. But the politicians, they all point to the marketplace as being the problem. Whenever there's a problem in American health care, it must be the free market's problem. Right. Because government it, would never have any problems with so their It's so funny. Care. You know, we, we celebrate our freedom. And we talk about how bad all the rest of the countries are who have all this socialist whatever and, um, you know, these high tax rates. But every time to solve a problem, that's what we seem to run to to solve it. Like the government can possibly fix these things. It's tell amazing. Me, tell me a problem the government has fixed. Hmm. If you know the answer to that question, 800-259-9231, because I can't, I can't give that to you. Yeah, I, I, you know, 1-800-259-9231. When I look at government programs, all I see is screw-ups, botch-ups, um, really expensive programs. Inefficiency. If, they uh, can build a road. It just no takes 20 years. Seriously. Uh, I was driving with uh, Julia today through, um, through Keene, New Hampshire, where we live, and we were talking about the road construction that they were going to be um, embarking on at this one particular uh, intersection. And, you know, we're just trying to estimate how long this was going to take because it's a government road construction project. And she pointed out that when she was a young person down in Florida, when she was, I think, around seven or eight years old living down there, she left Florida to move to a different state and they were constructing on one particular road. Well, when she came back a decade later, they were still constructing the same road. It was, as she put it, or they put it, apparently a 20-year plan. It took wow. them 20 years to, uh, to do the upgrades. Well, all you have to do is look in Boston. So look at the Big Dig. The Big Dig, perfect example. Government can't do anything right. Why on earth would you put them in charge of your health or your kid's health or your grandparents' health? That's insanity. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you want. So let's go to John in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live with Ina Mark. Hey, John. Hi, guys. I have to tell you, my brother has a T-shirt back in the town that I grew up in. Uh, all my life, they talked about redoing this bridge. He has a T-shirt that they actually ended up doing the bridge, they actually ended up fixing the bridge. He has a T-shirt that says, I live to see the Salem-Beverly Bridge constructed <laughs> or whatever the heck it is. Yep. How long did that take? I don't know. But I remember when my daughter, was. I have three kids, uh, when they were very little, my daughter asked me, well, they this, they said they're going to build that bridge, and, you know, why didn't they do it? And I said, well, because every time somebody comes in, you get a new mayor, he has to hire his friends, and they do a new study, mm-hmm. and the next guy, next mayor comes in, and they do a new study, and everybody hires their friends. And my daughter said to me, she, and she was about up to my waist at the time, I, I forget what age, but she said, why don't they pass along their notes? <laughs> <laughs> Out of the mouths of babes, huh? You know it, brother. So what else was on your mind tonight, hey, I John? I called because I wanted to tell people, if they've gone to the uh, New Hampshire Underground, uh, nhfree.com calendar, there was a little glitch for a while, and you needed to sign in or uh, register or whatever it was. Now it's open to visitors and folks who want to check out what activism is going on. I wanted to let people know that. People can go there directly by typing in calendar 
calendar.nhfree.com. That's the easiest way to get to it. That's calendar.nhfree.com. Thanks for the info, John. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Eric in Austin. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian Mark. Hello, Eric. Hey, guys. How's it going this evening? Good. What's on your mind? Well, before I get to why I called, I just want to do something very rare and actually correct Ian. Uh, on last night's show, y'all were talking about government involvement in video games. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had uh, mentioned that America's Army was their first foray. It actually wasn't. No, I didn't uh, actually. I don't think I claimed that. That's their first um, actual game produced from scratch. I think I know where yeah. you're going to go, but go ahead and tell me anyway. Back in 1993, they actually had id make a custom version of Wolfenstein 3D for the Marines. Did they? I know that they had. Uh, I thought you were going to suggest the uh, the Doom modification. The Marines made a mod for uh, for Doom back in 1995-96 that was also they, for the Marines. They they did that as well, but they did it originally with Wolfenstein 3D. Then they did it with Doom, and then they did it with Quake, and then they made their own America's Army. And I don't I don't agree with what the caller's position was, and that was that these games train people to be uh, you know more cold blooded killers. I think that's absolutely absurd. Yeah. I think that somebody who uh, who has ever fired a real weapon, um, and especially someone who's actually been in real combat, would tell you that there's nothing whatsoever realistic in comparison uh, in these oh, video absolutely. games. I think it's really just an excuse for government bureaucrats to sit around and play video games all day. Absolutely. Uh, now, the, the other night, I think it was the night before, you were talking about the $600 million uh, cocaine bust uh, yeah. down in Panama. Yep, 43,000 pounds on the top of a ship just sitting there. Normally, I am not uh, a conspiracy theorist, but $600 million, to me, does not chump change. I don't even think Bill Gates would think that's chump change. So I think they would be doing everything they can to hide it and then protect it. Mm-hmm. So something about this story just isn't sitting with me. Uh, if that was my cocaine, I'd certainly be protecting it with everything. Yeah, but you're looking at it. You're looking at it from the perspective of a guy in Texas who's not a high-level coke dealer. I mean, these guys buy and sell cocaine in multiple thousand-pound units. Like, it, you know, it's no big deal to them. I mean, you're looking at a multiple, uh, several multiple billion, hundreds of billions of dollars in this industry. Six hundred million dollars. Yeah, it's it's a you know it was probably a major loss, but not something they can't bounce right back from. I mean, they probably make six hundred million dollars a day at that level. You think so? Absolutely, absolutely. You don't have any perspective on uh, on how much money these guys are making. They are raking in the dough to the point where by the end of the week they've made it back and maybe um, way way more than that. It, it, it must be because to me, six hundred million dollars. It seems like I, like if I was le- had a legal business like Bill Gates or something, I'd have an army of lawyers protecting six hundred million dollars. Yeah. Well, in in a in a legal business, you don't have the profit margins that you have in an illegal business either. And who knows who knows what the story behind the scenes was as to why they didn't bother trying to conceal the uh, the cocaine in this particular case. They just left 25-pound bricks or 50-pound bricks just right up there on the uh, the top of this ship. Who knows what the reason for that was? Um, maybe they were just brazen and they just wanted to test out the uh, the authorities to see if they'd catch it. And in this case, they happen to. Thanks for the call, Eric. 800-259-9231. You bring up whatever's on your mind. Al is in South Florida. Hopefully he'll be patient. We'll hold him over to hour number two and uh, take your calls about whatever's on your mind. More on uh, universal health care. There's a 
You know, we talk about Walmart from time to time on this show, and there's a very negative story about Walmart, and uh, and it should be negative because they support universal health care. We'll explain that on the way. And this is your show. You take control and bring up anything. It's Free Talk Live, Hour 2 coming up. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the packet 8.net toll-free line as we launch into hour number two of the live Saturday edition. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are completely free, so enjoy those on us. That, once again, freetalklive.com. Al in South Florida listening on WFTL. We go straight to the phones and to the fun. Hey, Al, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi. Uh... I was listening, and one of the things that I think that people tend to overlook is that all insurance companies, and in fact the government uh, with both the Medicare and Medicaid programs, uh, purchase medical, all medical services at a discount. I had a chance to see that sort of up close and personal about a month ago when I visited the emergency room. Mm-hmm. Um, the bill that I received after visiting the emergency room, and I do have insurance, uh, show that the charges were over $10,000 for all of the tests and whatever I had. Right. Uh, however, the uh, insurance company had a pre-negotiated uh, deal with the hospital that for that bill they would pay as full payment uh, an amount around $3,000. Makes so sense. Approximately 30% of the charge that the hospital made. That makes sense to me because uh, they're buying essentially bulk discounts. The hospital knows they're going to deal with this insurance company on a a fairly frequent basis, so so they're essentially giving them a bulk buy. Yes, you're you're right. The the problem is, the way I see it, the problem is is that the bulk discount is so great that uh, the actual charge uh, for the service has no uh, uh, semblance with reality. Uh, obviously, if the, ho- the hospital still can make a profit collecting only $3,000 on a $10,000 bill, uh, they're, they're certainly not doing it at a loss, uh, which means that a $10,000 charge for those services is exorbitant. Now, this I see where you're coming from. Only- There's a point you're missing, though, Al, and here's, uh-huh. what, here's what it is, as I understand it. Um, the government actually, in many cases, pays below market rate um, for what their services, are, for whatever services are rendered for Medicaid and Medicare and all and all that sort of thing, the government essentially says, okay, we're going to set this price for this particular test, we're going to set this price for this service, and uh, we're not going to pay any higher than that. So basically, what you have going on is the hospitals are trying to make that up somewhere else by charging cash payers an extra amount um, simply because they pay cash, and so they're they're making up the difference for when the government steps in and essentially points their guns at the hospital and orders them to charge them no more than a certain rate. So there's also that factor as well. Yes, you may be right about that, but that doesn't explain the insurance company issue. Uh, well, bulk, bulk discount is something that's uh, uh, reasonable and should uh, enable them to get some sort of discount. Now, the, uh, difference, I, the discrepancy I see is too great. And the biggest problem, in my opinion, is that it makes the problem of uh, health care uh, costs being too high overinflated because 
hospitals claim that if they don't collect on a $10,000 bill, they've lost $10,000. Mm-hmm. In effect, though, they haven't lost $10,000. They've lost significantly less than $10,000 right. in real dollars. And that, that uh, I think, exaggerates the problem of exorbitant health care. I, I think one of the possible solutions to what you're outlining here would be that um, if we were to let the marketplace actually handle health care, which it's not doing right now, it's mostly Correct. government, uh, if the marketplace were to actually handle health care, then it would be easier for competition to, uh, to be involved, to where there could be more health care services available in the marketplace, thereby um, bringing down those prices, because right now they can artificially inflate them about as high as they would like them to go, because um, exactly. they know you really pretty much can't go anywhere else. So that's another factor. Exactly. Now, um, now I'd I like think, to say about discounts, um, I generally pay for uh, medical services in cash. Uh, I have had insurance. I don't have it right now. But, um, you know, I, I, was, I just went to a doctor a couple of months ago and negotiated, uh, you know, I said, hey, you know, I'm going to pay in cash. Can I get a discount? And he went right down 66%. Thirty-three uh, percent. I paid sixty-six percent of the uh, of the total, and, and that's fine. That's fine. And if uh, if doctors could do that without prompting, that would that would be even better. Well, yeah, well, sure. But hey, it's a marketplace. If you want a discount, yeah, sometimes right. you have to ask for it. And you know, that, most most people don't recognize that. I think. Hey, buyer you know, beware, my friend. Spread most, the word. Most people don't even recognize that uh, the. $10,000 bill or what they pay for their prescription drug in no way correlates to what the government pays for a prescription drug or what an insurance company pays for prescription drug. People yeah. don't recognize that. That much, that much is definitely true. Al, thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing right. from you. 800-259-9231. That's the packet 8.net toll-free line. So we're, we started the show by talking about universal health care. And, uh, you know, normally talk shows try to keep topics to one hour. But this is such a big issue. Uh, there are so many different facets to it, and it's so important because you're going to hear more and more about it as the 2008 election comes closer and closer. The politicians are inevitably going to be promising this universal health care idea. They're going to be out there throwing this concept out and just sort of just throwing it out there, just the, you know, the little carrot on the stick for right. you. Hey, well, take a look. Politicians think it's great because essentially they're giving away your money to pay for your health care. And, you know, in the process, we're going to employ a whole bunch of middle-class government bureaucrats. Um, and it, it, a lot of people that don't understand economics, want to, want to get something free, mm-hmm. um, they, they think it's a good idea, so they're going to vote for it. Some people don't have much money, so they'll vote for other people's money. And, and, and you know, there's just no, there's no accountability on the politicians' part. People have to be educated and understand how economics work, and... Hey, you know, what's the likelihood of that? So there's a lot to talk about here, including Walmart taking a pro-universal health care stance, which uh, is disappointing to me. Well, of uh, course, Walmart doesn't like to pay um, pay high rates. and Well, uh, everybody has to pay, though. Uh, we'll get to that. But first, to the Cato Institute, I believe this is Cato Institute, or they're commented here. Uh, either way, Michael Tanner in the yeah Cato Institute, he's the director of health and welfare studies at the Cato Institute, a libertarian think tank. He says, so, you say you want a VA-style health care? For some time, advocates of a national health care system have pointed to the Veterans Health Administration as a model for how such a system would work. New York Times columnist Paul Krugman writes endlessly on the idea, calling the VHA, quote, Exhibit A for the advantages of government provision. Hmm. 
of medicine and praising it for holding down costs while providing high-quality care. But in the wake of the scandal at the Walter Reed Army Medical Center, it's worth taking another look at what the government-run model means. Now, Walter Reed is technically a military facility under the control of the Pentagon rather than the Veterans Health Administration. But the horrifying conditions there have opened a window to fundamental problems throughout the veterans' health system. Problems that should warn us all of the dangers of entrusting our health care to the government. They're doing lots of um, reporting on lots of other hospitals now. Reporters are on the scent. Um, they realize that, oh, hey, we can find good stories by just finding out about uh, these hospitals. So yep. now they're checking out all kinds of VA hospitals, and they're finding problems, problems, problems. problems. In general, the level of medical care, and this is not a surprise to, to us, to no. liberty-minded people. We know this is going on. It's just that, you know, the news people are now discovering it as though it's something radical and un- unusual. Can you imagine? In general, the level of medical care provided by the Veterans Health Administration is fairly high, but like all single-payer health systems around the world, the VA controls costs by imposing a global budget, a limit to how much it can spend on care. Thus, year-to-year funding varies according to the whims of Congress, not what consumers want or are willing to spend. And so when resources can't meet demand in a given year, the VHA does what other single-payer systems do around the world. It rations. Mm -hmm. The VHA recently suspended enrollments on more than 250 thousand veterans to cut costs and maintains a very restrictive pharmaceutical formulary the list of approved medicines that often denies veterans access to the newest and most effective drugs sure, oh, the most well, expensive the, ones right you want the newest drugs sorry here take this 20 year old drug instead a study by professor frank lichtenberg of columbia university estimated that the restricted availability of drugs has reduced the average survival of veterans under the vha care by as much as two months now, remember, I've pointed this out in the past from my time um, talking with veterans and, uh, and, and, you know, asking them what the Veterans Administration is like. And I've had veterans tell me they believe the VA is trying to kill them. And in this particular case, I mean, this is an actual study by Columbia University saying that, yeah, we're giving you the crappy drugs so you die sooner. That's well, what's going on. You know, it's, it's a little crackpotty to say that the uh, doctors are um, trying to kill you, but let's look at what they're incentivized to do. Under that socialist system there, the VA um, healthcare, you know, they're going to get paid they're going to get paid the same amount no matter what. They're employees. They're going to get paid $100,000 a year whether they see one patient or whether they see a thousand. Right. So Easier why not get rid of them? One. 800-259-9231. More about the VA. Your calls as well. Universal Healthcare. Whatever's on your mind, you take control. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the packet 8.net toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens and dozens, uh, dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photograph to prove they listen to the show. See what I mean? By heading over to shrine.freetalklive.com. That is shrine.freetalklive.com. The Republican Liberty Caucus welcomes new members in the pursuit of individual rights, limited government, and free enterprise principles, all within the GOP. Visit rlc.org and click Join Us Today. We'll find liberty together. That's rlc.org. We're talking about the Veterans Administration. The overall topic is this concept of universal health care, which is the new buzzword for socialist health care. Uh, which a number of people are trying to foist on the American people. In fact, they've done such a good job of uh, promoting this concept, uh, the idea at least that uh, the American people are essentially falling in line now with uh, public opinion polls showing that they would like government to handle uh, even more health care 
facilities. Uh, they would like government to handle health insurance and these sorts of things, which is about the worst idea that you could possibly put forward. Uh, universal health care is dangerous. It's socialism. It's forced, uh, forced wealth redistribution, and it needs to be opposed. And all you need to do to really figure out how it would work is look at the VA. And that's what Michael Tanner from the Cato Institute is doing here, pointing out that the way the system works is they've got this global budget, which is a limit to how much the VA can spend on care. So if uh, resources can't meet demand, that is, if there's a lot of veterans out there demanding services from their free health care system, and they just don't have enough money to pay for it, oh, sorry, ration time, which means that you go on a big, long waiting list. And some people will die on that waiting list. They will. Rationing, and they don't care. Why should they care? That's you know, their paychecks aren't that don't have any right. sort of connection to who lives and who dies. Or the government or um, you know who's in, ever in charge of this universal health care system, not in the least bit motivated as to whether or not you die. So rationing is also beginning to delay or deny care altogether to some veterans, particularly in special areas like mental health. The Miami Herald reports that nearly 100 local VA clinics in the Miami area provided virtually no mental health care in 2005. The average veteran, actually that's 100 clinics anywhere, I guess. The average veteran with psychiatric troubles gets almost one-third fewer visits with specialists than he would have received a decade ago. So the government care is getting worse and worse over time. Sure. And several have been turned away from VA hospitals, which helps to explain the recent rash of suicides of veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm. So they're just basically saying, hey, so, sorry, you know, we just, you know, hey, if you want your mental health services, you're going to have to wait a couple years. It's a shame that this is I'm how- crazy now! <laughs> it's a shame that this is how we uh, treat the people that, uh, you know... I'm not treating them this way. That's true. You say we, this is the government, not me. You're right. Second, because funding decisions are determined through the political process rather than by patient preference, the money is often misallocated. VHA hospitals with low utilization rates are built or kept open not out of need, but because they reside in the districts of powerful congressional committee leaders. Third, the system remains buried under the bureaucracy common to all government programs. Patients and their families are shuttled from office to office, their complaints unanswered. Even when problems are uncovered, no one takes responsibility for fixing them. This is typical of government bureaucracy. Have you ever called a government bureaucracy, doesn't matter if it's the VA or the DMV or the police or whoever, have you ever called to just ask them a question? It's usually a, it's an exercise in futility. Just a simple question, a question that you would think that you know they'd be able to maybe pass you to one person and they'd be able to get, provide you with the right answer. Now, it's, it's possible that this can happen smoothly. It's possible the smaller areas, like smaller town governments, Things are a little bit smoother there because they're just not as big and bureaucratic. But in general, the way it works is they pass you to somebody who either doesn't answer their phone and never calls back or will pass you to somebody else who either doesn't answer their phone or never calls back or put you on eternal hold. One or the, one of the, Those are your options when it comes to uh, just trying to inquire about something. Not a lot of customer service, if that's what you're saying. Sometimes you'll get lucky and you'll get your questions answered, and sometimes you'll get even luckier and, and the answers will be right. But um, there's really no customer service when it comes to the government. Right, and Why that's just asking be? a question. That's just as a, you know, a concerned citizen asking a question. Heaven forbid you have some sort of issue that you are a veteran and you need to uh, bring up a problem with the care that you've received, then they really don't want to talk to you. 
A recent Newsweek story on the VHA revealed, quote, an overloaded bureaucracy cluttered with red tape, veterans having to wait weeks or months for mental health care and other appointments, families sliding into debt as VA case managers study disability claims over many months, and the seriously wounded requiring help from outside experts just to understand the VA's arcane system of rights and benefits. So they need to go and hire a lawyer. I'm sure. To understand the system they're working inside, right? I mean, you know, it, it's the government. They have all kinds of rules. They have big tomes of rules, and if you don't follow them, no service for you. The VHA is the FEMA of the healthcare world, and the other government-run health programs are in no better shape. Medicare faces fifty trillion to seventy trillion dollars in unfunded liabilities. That's fifty trillion dollars. Incredible. That's several times what the national debt is in unfunded liabilities and was recently forced to cut back on reimbursements to hospitals and physicians. Its first highly inadequate step toward controlling costs. Medicaid notoriously under-reimburses providers, driving physicians out of the program and sending patients to emergency rooms for care. Obviously, the people responsible for what happened at Walter Reed need to be held accountable. And clearly, we need to do whatever is necessary to ensure top-quality health care for our veterans. Yet this should also be a cautionary tale for all of us. Government-run health care is not all it's cracked up to be. Let's go to the phones, to the fun, and talk to Jake. Listening on WFTL in Florida, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Thanks, I went Jake. to the VA because I didn't have health insurance for about three months to six months after I stopped working and I had to go back to work full time. I do have health insurance. Mm-hmm. took me four months to get the first appointment. <laughs> to go in. Now, let me finish. To go in. And then see somebody, a doctor I thought that was going to look, check me over, give me my blood pressure and cholesterol prescription, and I'd get it filled at the VA hospital or they'd mail it to me whatever way it was. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, you walk in, you don't see a doctor. You see some stupid ass, and excuse my French to anybody, but I don't like a, a, a nurse practitioner or whatever they call those people. I'm going to doctors. I want to see a doctor, not one of those people. Right. Fine. They turn around, she sees me, she says, yes, you do need the cholesterol medicine, you do need the blood pressure medicine, and they take the information, they'll mail it to me, and I did qualify where I'm under their period of time. I wasn't wiped out, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But then, when I'm there, I'm leaving, she's giving me the slips. She says, now, this was um, July of 2006. She says to me, call us in May 2007. For an appointment oh my God. in September 2007. Oh in other my. words, they're going to mail me prescriptions every three months, not knowing whether I need an increase or a decrease or what have you. Wow. Then they did mail me the prescription of the cholesterol medicine. I'm taking 40 milligrams. Oh, well and good. They sent me 80 milligrams. No explanation. <laughs> Two days later, a pill splitter arrived. And it says, you know, not why. So I called the VA prescription center. They said, oh, yes. We, we get a better price when we get the 80 milligram, and that's why we sent out the pill colors. Cutters. Well, there was no explanation. Oh, my no gosh. Hey, if, Jake, if there's more to your story, hang on. I'll bring you back, okay? Hang on. 800-259-9231. Right. It's, just, it's just an odyssey. Just trying to see a doctor. Just to get a, your prescription, the same one you had. This is what people are calling for, for everyone in America. Is this what you really want, America? It's Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. Bring up whatever's on your mind, 1-800-259-9231. That is the packet 8.net toll-free line for you, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. The discussion continues online, by the way. Whenever the show's not on the air, and even when the show's on the air, our bulletin board system awaits you to get interactive with over 1,500 of our listeners and over 200 thousand posts for you to surf around through. There's serious issues being discussed, like healthcare, uh, also fun stuff. You'll find that as well. BBS.freetalklive.com. It's free. That's BBS.freetalklive.com. The Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festival, better known as the Pork Fest, is June 18th through the 24th. At Pork Fest, you'll be able to socialize with hundreds of fellow activists and lovers of liberty, and hear discussions and progress and on the uh, and the future of the FSP. Register today at porkfest.com. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot C-O-M. We're talking about uh, so-called universal health care, which is really total socialist health care, total wealth redistribution forced at the point of a gun by the government. And uh, a lot of people think this is a good idea. A lot of people think this is something that uh, they want as Americans, but I think they need to think again. And they need to take a closer look specifically at the Veterans Administration for a good example of what things would be like, except it would be way worse if this was for everyone. Because the Veterans Administration, the Veterans Health Administration, is a completely socialized health care system right here in the good old U.S. of A. And we've got Jake still on the line from uh, Florida listening on WFTL. Jake was giving us his odyssey of uh, after he got out of the military trying to get just a little bit of attention from the VA. You said, Jake, it took you, just to recap... It took you four months to even get an appointment to see somebody. You went in, some bureaucrat saw you and said, okay, yeah, we'll give you this, uh, this prescription. They sent you home, and they started sending you the prescriptions. They told you that you should uh, call them a year, almost a year later to set up another appointment for later on in the next year to have your prescription reviewed? That's correct. Now, here's the other part of this. When I first went up to the VA hospital to register, which I was advised to do, giving them my DD-214 and my discharge and everything else, fine, I had to fill out a means form, which means how much money am I making, what is my pension, what is my Social Security, which determines what level of care you're going to get. I happen to fall in the category where my prescriptions would cost me $8 each. But then I, get, I also belong to the American Legion. I start reading the magazine, and they're trying to fight this, too. The first budget that gets cut when the government needs money for whatever program it is, to go to FEMA or even to go to the war in Iraq, mm-hmm. the first budget that gets cut, and they're fighting this, is the VA budget. Yeah. Why? Because of the fact they have never revised actuary tables. They don't want to accept the fact that Americans are now living longer. Like, I'm 65. The longevity of my family runs to approximately 88 years old Mm -hmm. and a couple of people over 90. So I'm living that long. And, you know, if things go as well as the rest of the family does, I can be that old. And if I need anything from the VA, God knows what they'll do to me at that age. (laughs) (laughs) They're just basically saying you shouldn't be alive, so we're not going to give you coverage. you got to go. Yeah, that's correct. Amazing. Amazing. And can you believe, uh, Jake, that people are out there rattling the, the chain saying, we want this kind of coverage for all of America? They want to put everyone in America under this system? Can you imagine how bureaucratic I, I, it would I just become? I can't see it because it doesn't work now in Canada. There are people that are waiting three, four months to see a doctor 
or to have surgery. It will never work that way. I mean, yes, health care is expensive, and I think things can be done to bring down the prices. But the point is a doctor is an independent contractor just like any other business. He's got overheading expenses he's got to pay. He's got to pay his rent for his office. He's got to pay the girl, the nurse that helps him. He's got to pay the the, uh, girl that handles the paperwork when you come and go. I'm not against it, but I think they could turn around and try to legitimize rates. There are definitely some things that would work to uh, reduce costs. And, Jake, thank you for the great call. We appreciate hearing from you, 800-259-9231. Definitely some things that can be done uh, to lower the cost of health care. As I pointed out last hour, uh, if you just let the marketplace handle it, then costs will go down as a result of competition and supply and demand and and uh, and just just the advancement of the industry and i used some examples that might that somebody might have balked at i used the examples of uh, just the hamburger industry the computer industry just as two examples of costs uh, that continue to go down like with computers you you pay $1000 for a computer today and then you buy this you can buy the same computer for a hundred dollars in two more years. I mean, it, you get more for less in many, many industries, and it's it's that way in even some segments of the healthcare industry. Look at LASIK. That's true. Look at the dental business. Uh, these are two areas that aren't as uh, heavily regulated as some of the other areas in healthcare. Uh, for instance, the uh, insurance companies won't pay for LASIK. I don't think in many cases because it's like an elective procedure, right? That's correct. So um, since you don't have all the regulatory issues with that, there's a lot more competition. It's a lot more. It's cash based, mm-hmm. more so than other um, than other areas of healthcare. And as a result, the technology is getting better at a much faster clip than many other areas of healthcare, and it's becoming more and more affordable. So just one example of how things can could work for the entire healthcare industry were we to just allow it to work. Let's go to uh, Daniel in West Virginia. Daniel, you're on Free Talk Live listening on Super Talk WVTS. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Great. Great what's, what's on your mind? Um, well, to begin with, uh, I'm a, I've been in the healthcare system to the VA for the last 16 years. I have a service-connected disability, right? And... Yes, it has its problems. I agree, and uh, I work. I, I go to the hospital in Huntington, West Virginia, mm-hmm. and um, and I've since you know re-injured my service connected, and I'm, I've been off work for the last two months. Yikes! Right? And uh, granted, the uh, the care is is not very forthcoming and slow, but you know there are avenues that you can take because I'm waiting for a neurosurgeon to to do surgery on me. Right. And um, I had to go through the patient advocate because they didn't have me scheduled for a consultation until June 3rd. You know? hmm. And um, but I have been I honestly I have to say that you know everybody I've talked to there at, at the at the, that facility. Now I'm not speaking for all of them, but that particular facility has treated me with nothing but respect and you know dignity. Well, that's good. I mean, there's certainly you're going to run across good guys and bad guys in any given bureaucracy, and you happen to have dealt with apparently some of the better ones. Um, but you know, there, there's some of these some of these guys just left languishing, and uh, you know they don't care. In many cases, they just don't care, and you can't even get them to act like they care. And it's because they don't have incentives. Right. I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, I I, I agree wholeheartedly with that. But you know, there again, the uh, my personal experiences with the VA. Have have been have the greater majority of them good. Well, you know, it sounds to me it, like it, you're just surprised that they've been so good, which just goes to show well, how bad government health care would be. 
Yes, exactly. Right. Can I you mean, imagine? I, I, can you I, imagine I, if we I, were to expand this? Imagine expanding the VA because right now all they have to do is deal with veterans, and there certainly are enough of them. But imagine expanding it to all 300 million people in America, and how bogged down and bureaucratic and just terrible it would be, um, it just for for the average American coming in to get health care. Oh, I, I agree. It's mind boggling. I, I, I don't. I don't consider that. You know, that's not the that's not the magic bullet to fix it. You know, no, nope. that's what the, that's what they're talking about, and that's going to come up again and again in 2008. And Americans are going to listen to the siren song, and they're going to say, "Yeah, yeah, free health care," when in fact it's not free at all. You're going to be paying through the nose for this health care um, right out of your paycheck, and it's going to cost way too much because government's just bureaucratic and slow and expensive. And, uh, Daniel, glad you're enjoying the show. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. It's mind-boggling imagining how expensive this system would be. I mean, the Cato Institute pointing out that Medicare and Medicaid have unfunded liabilities of 50 to $70 trillion. That's something to where, like, that's fiscally... That makes the national debt look just like nothing. Yeah, that's fiscally impossible to reconcile. There's... There's going to come some sort of a, uh, a a reckoning day with this, and it's just all going to crash in on itself. This is not sustainable for the future. It's not possible. 800-259-9231. Wealth, forced wealth redistribution will fail eventually. It just fails slowly over time. It's failing now. It's just that the more they try to redistribute wealth uh, by the point of a gun, the worse things get. And now they're talking about making it worse. Just get ready, because it's going to crash and burn. And I hope you aren't caught in the middle of it. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the packet 8.net toll-free line. Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy all the features that we give you to you there completely free. Those other radio talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their websites we do it for free, though we do ask you voluntarily support the show by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier, as over 360 of our listeners have decided to do. You just go to amp.freetalklive.com to learn more about the program. It stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And if you like the show and you want to help spread it to as many listeners as possible, then you should become a Free Talk Live amplifier. You'll get some perks, like access to the amplifier-only call-in lines and the amplifier-only forum and more on our website. But most importantly, it's, it's our listeners supporting the show because we give everything away on the website for free. So they're just ponying up three bucks a month saying, hey, I like you guys. Let's get more people listening to Free Talk Live. And uh, so if you want to get involved in it, head over to amp.freetalklive.com to learn what it's all about. Learn where we're spending the money, like buying advertisements to uh, get on more radio stations. I'm telling you, this is working. Uh, if it weren't for our amplifiers, we wouldn't be on as many radio stations as we are today. Absolutely. fact. Absolutely not. So amp.freetalklive.com, great way to get involved with the program. Talking about a really bad idea called universal health care and want to know what you think about it, let's go to the phones, ladies first. It's Kathy in, uh, I believe, Florida? Yes, listening on WFTL. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, Kathy. Well, hi. I'm calling from Fort Lauderdale, and I'm on my cell phone, so I hope you can hear me okay. Sounds good. What's on your mind? Um. Along the VA line, my aunt is a World War II veteran. She's a whack or a wave? Uh, she's a wave. Great. And and she uh, is 90 years old as of awesome. two weeks ago. Mm. And she has had some good uh, service from the VA. In our community, we have a regular clinic. Then we have these little 
office clinics in the community. Mm-hmm. And in our community, she goes to the doctor every six months. She does get her prescriptions for $8. Um, she's had a hearing aid. So in that respect, we're very pleased. Okay. Um, she is on limited income. On the other side, we're trying to get her um, some additional aid as a veteran. Um, it's called aid in attendant. Hmm. She's and that one's taking a very long time. How and long? My, well, we started it in July, but we haven't heard anything for six months from them. We haven't gotten a, in a letter, nothing. Hmm. Um, Have you been sending them certified mail? Actually, I didn't. Uh, they she is hooked up with the American Legion, mm-hmm. and they're supposed to like be her advocate. The VA will not let me speak for her because I'd have to. Uh, they want me to have her declared incompetent. You, for some reason, they will not deal with another party, even though she's can't hear on the telephone very well. Oh, jeez. So the American Legion, though, does got her permission to let me intercede for her. Mm-hmm. So. I'm just, uh, you know, we just got the process going, but it's very, very slow. Right. It's like you're just trudging through the swampland of, uh, of bureaucracy, and it's just unfortunate that people want to foist a system like that on everybody else here in America. And, uh, and Kathy, thank you for the call. Appreciate hearing from All you. All right. Keep up the good work. Yes, thank you. Sir. Yes, ma'am. Certainly will. 800-259-9231. Let's go to Matthew in California. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, Mark and Ian. What's on your mind, Matthew? You I've, been, I've listened to your podcast for a while, but uh, I wanted to say, I wanted to touch a little bit on yesterday's topic and today's topic. Starting with yesterday's, um, you guys were talking about what happens when they don't fund the military, uh, and that might happen. But what actually happens is, because I went through this during the Clinton administration when I was in the military, and they had a work stoppage, the government basically almost shut down. Mm-hmm. We still got paid. All funds for our paychecks don't come from the uh, appropriations funds. Really? They, yeah, they don't. You know, we get paid regardless. What that might happen is it might stop uh, critical movements. Like they have to obviously, you can't send trucks overseas if you don't have any money to do it. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the military people who are active duty still get paid. Got it. How would this affect the veterans? Um, you know, if if uh, if this bu- this budget we're talking about what happened yesterday, uh, where Congress passed this bill that um, mandates that if it's if it's passed, there has to be an end date for the Iraq War, and President Bush is saying he's not going to sign it, and if this doesn't go through by April fifteenth, there could be serious consequences, so called, uh, for the troops and their families. How would this affect veterans? Are, is that money coming out of the appropriations, or is that money coming from somewhere else? That I don't know. See, I don't know where he's saying what kind of a hardship it's going to be. I mean, it's already pretty hard in the military as it is. I mean, that's on my second point and why we shouldn't have universal health care. I mean, I was I was active duty and I had a pre-existing condition where I'm not lactose intolerant. I'm actually allergic to milk. Mm-hmm. What happens is my throat swells up and I can't breathe. Oh boy. Yeah, pretty bad. And so what happened was I went in the military, and they said, oh, well, not a problem. And there's two ways you can eat in the military. They can either pay you to eat wherever you want or you can eat in the chow hall. And most single guys have to eat in the chow hall. So I was told I had to eat in the chow hall. And I explained to them, like, 90% of the stuff you guys have in there, I can't eat because I'm, you know, allergic to milk. Right. And they said, okay, prove it. What? What do you mean? Prove it. They wanted me to prove it. In other words... I had gotten approved by a doctor, but the person in charge of the doctor, who was not a medical person at all, wanted me to actually go in there, eat some milk, and watch me swell up to see if this would work. That's and, psycho. And it, uh, yeah. And then I'm like, well, okay, yeah, that's fine. I've approved it, but uh, I'll be dead. 
you know, what are we going to do about that? <laughs> you know, that's kind of a permanent condition. Right. So, yeah, so basically it told me that I, I, I was, you know, out of luck. And with my 400 bucks a month I was getting as an uh, as a E1 soldier, which is a private, right. I had to spend a lot of that money on my own to go out and get my own meals. Even oh, my though, goodness. Yeah, and they wouldn't reimburse me for that. And I had to pay for those on my own, and I was still getting charged to eat at the child. So well. they told you a big old lie about um, to get you to join up, and then, uh, you know, once, oh, you're, yeah. once your name's on the dotted line, son, you, you're screwed. Yeah. Promises. Oh yeah, you'll never go. You know, if you want to be stationed stateside, oh, well, you'll be stateside. You'll get to. You know, I want to go to Hawaii. Of course. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll be nice. I'll get to go to Hawaii, and the government will pay yeah. me to do it. Yeah, well, I went to New Mexico for my first place. Uh, you know, there's a lot of sand, but it wasn't quite the same thing. <laughs> and they told me I wouldn't go overseas, and I spent two years in Germany. And I was like, well, not that I'm mad about that, because it actually turned out to be a, a good thing, because I saw how great America wasn't mm. by seeing other societies, and realized, wait a minute, how come you know? This is like this over here, but I told America was the best country in the world. Yeah. I was fed that propaganda my whole life, and I said, wait a minute. They've got it much better over here than we do. Well, it's yeah, different yeah. in different areas, you know. Yeah, it's, it's just different. different. It's, it's true. That it's different. But the flip side of that is people have to understand this. With this universal health care, places like Germany have it. But you know how much they are paying in taxes? Ridiculous through the nose, through the roof. It's insanity. We pay a lot. Oh, Germany, it's triple what we're paying. Yep. I, I'd rather just pay for my own, own health care. And not, I don't want the government involved in my life like that. I just don't. That's the way it Thank should you, be. Thank so much for, being, for you guys being a beacon out there in this ocean of uh, stupidity in the political world. Thanks for listening, Matthew. I really appreciate the call. and hope to hear from you again. Great call. 800-259-9231. Poor guy stuck out in California. <laughs> Talking about the land of socialism. Uh, let's continue with the calls. It's George in Indianapolis listening on, uh, I guess, the Internet. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, George. Oh, Mark. Ian. Hey. Uh, hey. Yeah, I was just wanting to say that, you know, I agree with you totally that universal health care, it would be a disaster. You can go to hospitals downtown where most of them that go there is on Medicaid, and you can go in there on a Wednesday and not get out till Friday. They're camped out in the lobby, you know, in emergency room stuff. People are camped and, out waiting for uh, waiting to be seen. Almost downtown, that one hospital where most go that's on Medicaid. That's that bad. Not so. And uh, you know, and, and if they do this, you know, it'll be worse. And like. Uh, you know, that guy that said earlier, you know, I don't want the government involved in my life that bad. I mean... I'd rather already... go to a black market doctor if they go to if they go yep. to a universal health care system, personally. Yep. I guess we're going to be buying light bulbs on the black market. Shade, yeah, shade, shade tree doctors. I'll take that any day. Hey, George, you're in Indianapolis. Why, uh, why aren't you listening on WXNT 1430? Can you tune it in at your house? Uh... Uh, my boys has got the radio in in the bedroom. I'm in uh, ah, the master bedroom, and I got my computer in here. All right, good deal. And, well. uh, you know, I got 40 watt speakers. And Fair enough, it man. Better than a radio. <laughs> I appreciate the call. Thank you, George. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Obviously, prefer to send our listeners to uh, to their local affiliates if uh, if possible. And you can always get a list of our local affiliates anytime at freetalklive.com. We got uh, over 20 of them from coast to coast. So uh, we might be on the radio in your area. You can go to uh, affiliates.freetalklive.com and see the whole list right there. You sure can. All right. Uh, I think we've got one more call. Uh, I don't know where it went to. Oh, yes. Yes, we do have one more call. It's Don in Baton Beach, Boynton Beach, listening right. on the FTL. Hey, Don, you're on Free Talk Live. How you doing? Great, sir. What's on your mind? Uh, I think the, the problem that we have in this country, number one, I'm a Korean War veteran. I'm proud to say that I fought for this country. I would die for this country, but what I'm seeing lately is a tragedy. We're at a war, 
with people who attacked us like we were attacked during the First World War. And most of those veterans are gone. I'd like to continue discussing this with you in hour number three. If you can hang on, Don, we'll bring you back. 800-259-9231. Because I don't know if I agree with all of his presumptions. And I'd like to address them. 1-800-259-9231. I don't know if we're fighting who he says that we're fighting, and I don't know if we're fighting anything. I think the government might be doing it. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the packet 8.net toll-free line for you. As we launch into hour number three of the live Saturday edition, it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. As we return to the phone calls, uh, we held Don over the line because uh, we just didn't just didn't have enough time to get out his point. Don, you're back on from Boynton Beach listening on WFTL. You're back on yes. Free Talk Live. I'll try to make it uh, quick. We have a situation here where we cannot afford to just keep our borders open and let everyone come in here. It's ridiculous. Why is that? Why is that? Yeah, why can't we, we can't afford, afford to have them in there, and it's dangerous. Well, 30% of the jails, 30% of the prisoners in our jails are illegal immigrants. Well, I, I would say the rest of them are probably poor people, and huh? illegal immigrants are poor, and I'd say probably a good majority of the uh, people in jail are poor. So you've outlined so, a poverty uh, problem, uh, not an immigration problem. are illegal. Now, right. I, I understand. Hospital, what I'm saying to you, sir, is that what you're outlining is a poverty problem, not an immigration not problem. Not a poverty problem. What is a problem? Break the law. In other words... I don't think we should have open borders, especially when we're at war right now with the terrorist people who want to destroy and kill us. Well, today, we have relatively today, open borders, and today, all the terrorists Iran, that um, committed 9-11 had good papers. British naval people, and they're keeping... They want war. Iran wants war. Okay. Syria wants war. Maybe Why would we give it to di- them? Maybe we're fighting a different uh, war. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of a different war. You're saying we're fighting a war against terrorists. It yeah. seems to me, sir, that what's going on is there are uh, our mil- uh, the United States military is occupying another country, and they're being what's fought against as occupiers. In other words, in other words you're going to tell me that we shouldn't have fought in the Second World War? And then occupied yeah, the Nazi that's right. Germany. We were wrong in that. Yes, we first of all fought with Japan. Careful your, your chin there. You're hitting the buttons on your phone. You gotta be kidding. No, no. What I'm telling you is, is that uh, we weren't wrong in World War II. The government was wrong in World War II for going over and violating the Constitution and invading uh, other sovereign countries. What other sovereign countries? Uh, the ones in Europe. The ones in we invaded. We yeah, invaded. it's it's when you take your troops from your was home only country. One country left standing. It was England, and they were fighting the Germans by themselves. That's not true, well, sir. Switzerland uh, didn't have any problem. Let me, let me jump in. Let me jump in here real quick. Switzerland is neutral. That's the way we should anybody. be neutral. That's the way the, this well, country was originally founded to be. War on Germany, sir. The Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. 
Well, we took over the, the island of Hawaii from the natives. Harbor, and then Germany declared war on us. We okay, never that's correct. War. We let these people bombard us, smash us to bits. Oh, there were many people who like are these you people? who didn't want to fight the Nazi beasts because... Hitler, Hitler was a good guy. No, no nobody said, I, he, nobody was a, said he was a nobody good guy. Nobody said he was He's a good a guy. guy. He I just did. wouldn't have come over here and done anything to us. Who said he wouldn't? I do. Oh, Hitler wouldn't have came here. What's he going to do? He's going to float a bunch of boats over here and have a land war in America? You can't occupy a land without troops He's on the ground. Done. You should Hitler know that, was sir. stupid enough to attack Russia. He had a peace pact with Russia. Yeah. He didn't what does Russia, that have to do with uh, he, he occupying America? We're all over the board first. here. Terrorists and Russia and um, I, I, try you didn't one have a chance focus against Russia. like a laser on the one issue, please. Are all over. They were in Bosnia. We fought the wrong people there. The Serbians were our ally. In the okay, you got to back away war. from your phone. You no, keep no. hitting the buttons I think on it, your I phone. Think there. His charger I'm not phone. touching the, my phone. I think okay. it's charged. It's on your side. There were some buttons going on there. Anyway, um, okay. Well, it wasn't over here. Look, okay. let me give you just a quick uh, refresher here on uh, the, the point of uh, the United States of America. When it was originally founded, the founding fathers understood that having a standing army was a really bad idea. Because, it, first of all, it might be used against our own people. But, second of all, it could be used for wars of aggression around the world. And so they pretty much uh, created this country with the idea that we were to remain neutral, like Switzerland, and only fight when a fight was brought to us. And in the case of, uh, of World War I, we stepped in and got involved in World War I, tipped the sides, and is essentially paved the way for Hitler to, uh, to, to take power. Not, not essentially. We made it so that Hitler came to power. Do you, you understand that anyone who comes to this country and has a child, and the child is born in the United States, is an automatic citizen? What difference does that have to do with... What does, citizenship, what does citizenship have to do with anything? Because... The illegal aliens are coming here, it's clear and their children are automatically citizens, right. and, they're, and they're collecting welfare, Don? and they're filling out prisons. It's destroying our country. Don. We can't have... Right now, we got over 25 million illegal aliens. If you want to talk about immigration, I can handle that, too. I can handle immigration. That's no problem. You know, you want to keep citing your statistics and everything. You want to shut down the borders, don't you? What kind of diseases they had? Hey, when you're forefathers came to this country. I'm not an Indian. I don't think you are an Indian. Are you an Indian? No. No. Okay. So when our forefathers came to this country legally, they would check to see if they had diseases, smallpox. Now what a load. Come on, Don. You could any go anywhere. You could arrive anywhere you wanted to several hundred years ago and walk right into this country. and Nobody right. would check you for anything. Right. That's, That's a not, load. It's not a legal issue. The fact is now we have this huge, giant bureaucracy in place. I mean, it's a heck of a lot no, easier to swim the Rio Grande than it is to climb the mountain Everyone of paperwork and pay the thousands of dollars for a lawyer. Country, but we, we, have, we used to have 20 million, 30 million people. Now we have... 300 million people. So that's and just we it. Shut the doors, huh? To have a now that I got here, here, that's it. Wait, who's we and why can't we afford? What do you mean when you say that? Well, the 
government has to support these people. Why? Why? No, the government doesn't have to do it. It doesn't have to support these people. Yes, I don't feel obligated. Are you welfare status? Anybody who goes to a hospital, we have to take them. Okay, Anybody so hold on, Don. No Wait a minute. A I think you're. I think you're blaming the wrong. I think you're blaming the wrong uh, issue here. You're looking in the wrong area. It seems to me that your objection should really be with welfare and government regulations of hospitals than it has to do with immigration. In other words, you feel that we can let anyone in this country at a time of war. I think you don't that, feel uh, that we're at war. First of all, sir, war words, has not been declared. Uh, Don, hey, Don, as a former mil- as a military veteran, and I lost Don, a, look, a, a, a the TSA can't stop 75% of the guns and bombs that they test themselves on. How in the heck would border agents be able to stop um, enemy combatants that are trying to come across our border? You're if right. the we enemy should, was we, trying to come across our border do, right now, they would have already been here and killed us do anything on the airplanes, let them come in, let them do whatever they want, let everyone come into this country without checking them, and the ships and everything else. Because we're not really at war in Iraq. No, you know what? We're not. And as a military not, veteran, as a military veteran, it, it, you should understand, Don, that there's something we're called declaring war. Like we fought in Korea. 50,000 That wasn't declared either, I don't believe. Of my fellow soldiers died in a three-year war. And you know what? It's really sad that all of those people died for absolutely nothing. That's the really that's the saddest part of it you're all. Saying? They died that's for what the You're saying that my comrades in the Marines died for nothing? Yes, that's correct, sir. Oh, I'll say that because you died for the whims of politicians, sir. You died for a bunch of old men in Washington that sent you and your friends around to die in the dust for nothing. In the Second World War, his comrades died for nothing, and my father, who was a hero in the First World War, his comrades also died for nothing. You are what's wrong with this country. Is that right? Do you think it's possible? Do you think it's possible that wars are fought at the whims of politicians? Were you ever in the service? Neither one of us were. But I don't think that that legitimizes or delegitimizes anything. I pay for it every single year in my taxes. Thank you very much. Now, do you think it's possible that wars are really the health of the state and that it keeps a big government growing and that they're fought at the whims of politicians, not really to keep us free? Right? We want war. That's what you say, right? I you say know, politicians do. Say. No, we didn't say that at all. I don't think you've no, even listened to a single question we've asked. Country. All the other countries that allowed, that allowed the Muslims who stated, the president of Iran stated, we must destroy the United States. Do you have a question for we, Don? If so, we'll hold Don over. Don, hang on. 800-259-9231. Do you have a question for Don? Would you like to talk to Don? I've uh, had several. I couldn't get any answers. Right. I, maybe he'll listen to one of our callers instead of actually listen to one of our questions. We'll give it a try. 800-259-9231. If you want to talk to Don, now's your chance. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the packet8.net toll-free line for you, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free, and that does include a variety of different functions, including live streaming. There's a broadband version of the show and a dial-up version waiting for you for free at freetalklive.com. April's Financial Literacy Month. Give your child and the, the child in your life financial literacy, be they son, daughter, or sibling. A Kid's Journey to Getting Rich by Jewel Thornton teaches a child the basics of finance, money management, and real estate investment. School doesn't teach kids about money. Only their loved ones can do that. Give your special child A Kid's Journey to Getting Rich 
Order at akidsjourney.com or call 1-800-657-5066, akidsjourney.com, 800-657-5066. We're going back to the phones and back to Don uh, calling from South Florida. Don, you're back on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Thanks for your patience. Appreciate you hanging on so long here. Unfortunately, Don, it seems that you're uh, you're under some mis- uh, common misconceptions about a variety of different topics, and we do have callers that are wanting to talk to you, but I just wanted to just kind of try to understand where you're coming from on this immigration issue. Do you support welfare, Don? To the people who need it, we okay. should give them help. So you, you are a supporter of uh, centralized redistribution of wealth. Now, now hold on. You are no. a supporter of centralized I'm redistribution. A, I'm a support to helping people who can't. Help themselves, not who can. Through um, through centralized redistribution of wealth, through government uh, welfare programs. No, 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 no. Uh, we should try to get the people, if they can, help them so that they can become citizens. We should stop uh, where we used to have people who are were on welfare for generations and generations and generations. The idea is to get them out of that. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I, actually, personally, Don, I'm completely against welfare. I'm all for helping people when they're in need of help, but only right. on a voluntary basis. Welfare is, coerce, right. uh, is coercion at the point of a gun. So I just wanted to find out if you supported the general concept of government-provided welfare, and it sounds like you do. Okay, no. so since you do support gen- uh, the concept of welfare, that does explain why you're so anti-immigrant. About, we're not talking about welfare here. We're talking about the, com- the country cannot afford to constantly have, at a time of war, which you don't think we are, illegal immigrants coming to this country. And you're we saying can't it can't afford, it can't afford it. Why? Uh, it's costing too much. Where is it costing too much? And it's costing too much spiritually. In what areas? Let's focus on the first part. In what areas is it costing too much monetarily? Well, when they come here and they're not prepared. In other words, uh, most of the countries in the world won't let you in, like Australia, mm-hmm. unless they so we find should be out more like those who other you countries. are, who you are, and what you can contribute to their country. You didn't answer my question. Where is it costing so much? Where's that, uh, where are those costs? What areas? In other words, letting 25 million people live here doesn't cost anything. And when they have children, it doesn't cost anything. No, why would it cost something? And they something? go on the welfare roll, it doesn't cost now, anything. Now, when they go on welfare, and it does go, cost and something. And they go into the hospitals in the emergency rooms. Okay, Don, you're repeating yourself now. When it does go to welfare, it does cost something. But otherwise, no, it doesn't cost you or I anything if people just come here and live their lives and work hard. and uh, They and... don't pay taxes. Oh, well, uh, actually, they, they shouldn't drive have to. without it's, licenses. It's actually not true. Um, the, they many don't of them have, pay um, taxes. Th- th- I'm, I'm telling you that you're mistaken. Many of them have fake Social Security numbers and therefore pay taxes under that fake Social Security number. Another, another and word, can't file taxes so. because that Social Security number is fake. So they pay in taxes. withholding, and they never, get, um, they never get their money back. I'm sorry, what, what were you saying while you were they talking take the money like, over me? And they send it to Mexico or whatever country they're in. Or There's uh, nothing wrong with paying for your mom to, to, to get food someplace? We're going to go to the phones. Don is having, uh, we, we are just getting nowhere with Don, so we're going to take your calls and talk to him here. Uh, it's Patty in Indianapolis. You're on Free Talk Live with Don. Are you there? Patty, you're on with Don on Free Talk Live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of illegal, well, they're not illegal aliens. Um, they're here legally, 
but they send their money to Mexico to their families. What's, what's the problem with that? No okay. problem, as long as they're here legally. Okay, what about the illegal, the, the ones that are here? I don't want any illegal if, aliens in this country. If they were let here, them wait they their turn. Let, let them talk. wait their turn. Excuse me. Excuse me. You've had your time. Let me talk now, okay? Oh, but Patty, yes. he fought in the military, and he should be able to talk over anybody he wants to. My family has fought in the military, too, okay? I've had, I've had family members pass away from being in the military. I have a brother-in-law right now who's dying, okay? He's dying from being in the military. What I want to know is how, how any of those wars helped out the United States. You tell me how any of those wars helped when my brother-in-law is dying from the Agent Orange. Tell me now, Don. Explain that to me. How I fought in Korea, and Korea out. right now wants to destroy us. We're still at war with, with North Korea. In, because we went into their country. We went Why into their country? We in, why? Why did we, we went go into over? their country? They why attacked South Korea, who was an ally of us. And then the Chinese communists, the Chinese communists, the reason we ended the war, because the Chinese communists sent about a half a million of their soldiers. Patty, and thank General you for the MacArthur, call. General MacArthur wanted us to they, fight them, they, 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 but they, they wouldn't let them. They fired they General MacArthur. They brought him here? What? They brought them here? No, they did not. We went, any war we went to, we went to them. They have, um, except for except for 9/11. We're not talking about 9/11. You're talking about yeah. World War One, World War Two, the Korean War. Yep. We did not. They came. We came to them. They did not come to us. You're absolutely right, Patty. Well, Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. The Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor, and the Germans didn't didn't destroy our uh, didn't sink our ship. Okay, Don. You keep repeating well, the same old tired old points, and the fact is, the Americans, uh, the uh, President Roosevelt at the time, had put a financial you, blockade on Japan. Let me just ask you something. I don't know how old you are. I'll be 72 this month. I'm 83, sir. <laughs> I'm old enough to be so. President of the United States of America. I don't America. think so. I don't think so. I am old enough to be President of the United States of America. What's, it have to, what's, what's right? the relevance of your point, sir? Go ahead. Relative of my points, I think I've seen too much. This country is going down the tubes. Yeah, why don't you put a gun in your mouth? Like you. Solve the problem. We're going Please. down the tubes with people like you. Terrible. Because when they come over here... I'll have to fight them, not you. Uh, you know, I know but that at, at 72, one. you're probably not going to fight anybody. You know, the fact is, there are always people in this country that have always said, those damn Irish, those darn Italians, those stinking Greeks, they always hated somebody. And now it's just the Mexicans, okay? The Mexicans are going to come here. They're going to make this country that much greater because this country has been built on immigrants. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be... they should be illegal. It's going to be these be isolationists file paperwork. are going to screen the whole Time. Mark, they need to file a bunch of paperwork, and they need to file fees with the uh, the immigration services, and they need to be legal. Because the government sure needs some fees. We need to be able to track them. You know, each one of them should get a little uh, homing beacon shoved up their butt on the way in. Let's go to Nigel in Texas. Nigel, you're on with Don. Illegal immigrants. Oh, wait, Don's still talking. I think we had him potted down, so he was probably talking the whole time. Probably to hear a word you said. Don, you're on with Nigel in Texas. All right. Well, I was at first going to raise the point that you raised earlier, Ian, that the, most of the reason why Japan attacked Pearl Harbor was Roosevelt's financial blockade and the fact that Roosevelt had been... <laughs> it, in other words, Japan didn't want, because they have a small country, they didn't want to get all the natural resources of all the other countries in that part of the country. Why were we on all those little wrong. islands? They admitted they were wrong. They don't have an army anymore. 
Oh, well, they admitted they're right. wrong because they were beaten. Even right. making somebody say uncle. Nigel will bring you back with more Don. Hang on, 800-259-9231. It's the Don Hour here on Free Talk Live. If you want to talk to him, 800-259-9231. You might be able to get a half a sentence across to him before he starts rambling. This is Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the packet 8.net toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are completely free, so enjoy those on us, including updates. You get signed up. We'll clue you in whenever there's something fresh to announce on the updates list at updates.freetalklive.com. Again, updates.freetalklive.com. And the Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festival better known as Porkfest, is June 18th through the 24th. At Porkfest, you'll be able to hear and discuss the progress and future of the Free State Project and tour New Hampshire on special Free State Project bus tours or on your own. Register today at Porkfest.com. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Well, I'm sorry to say Don has dropped off the line. Mm. Uh, at this point, we have had him on for uh, over two segments. Very unusual on on this show. But, you know, when you're a special guy like Don, you deserve a little bit of extra time. Uh, you know, Don was a great example of somebody who has completely bought into, and we'll still take your calls even if you, you can make points post-Don if you had wanted to talk to Don. But Don's a great example of somebody who's bought the big government paradigm hook, line, and sinker. Well, this is it, there's, it's, no, it's no doubt. This is the sort of advertising that's out there. This is the idea is that we, the American people, are in fact um, you know, minions of our government. Um, the government is, America, is the United States of America. That's all it is. Not, not us people. And that if the government says we should go fight these people or we should go kill those people, mm-hmm. then you're anti-American if you disagree. Right. And if you're just a big coward if you don't think we should have been in uh, you know World War II or World War I or any of these conflicts and that it's in somehow insulting to the uh, um, you know veterans if you dis- if you disagree that they should have gone. Now I never would have been able to make the point to Don on this but uh, he he claims that he was fighting for freedom, right? He fought in the Korean War and like many military veterans and not all of them but many military veterans completely brainwashed to the idea that anything the military does must be fighting for freedom because it's the American military. How could the American military do anything but fight for freedom? They've got this the American the flag on their side right. and there's that star-spangled banners playing. This so. is the blind uh, follower mentality that we're dealing with here. And in fact, no, sir, you weren't fighting for my freedom. In fact, if I wanted to exercise my freedom and say, for instance, with this war in Iraq... Uh, I don't agree with the war in Iraq, so I'm going to exercise my freedom of choice and choose to not pay federal taxes. How about that? I'm going to make that uh, my freedom to choose. Well, you don't have that freedom. Oh. you. I'm sorry. No. Oh, you, you were fighting have... for that freedom. Huh? No, not the freedom not to choose to pay for the war. No. Oh, sorry. so you were fighting for the freedom to oppress me when I decide I don't want to pay, because if I decide that I don't want to pay, because I can still make that decision. Well, the politicians do have that freedom to, to make you pay for the war. They have that freedom. Well, no, they can't make me pay for it, but what they can do is come and throw me in a jail cell if That's I true. don't pay for it. And that doesn't sound very free to me. Does that sound free to you? 
800-259-9231 is the toll-free number. Also, he made the uh, in uh, Pat, during Patty's call, she was talking about uh, they talked about the South Korean conflict because he fought in Korea and why did we go there? Why did we invade the country? He said, "Well, we didn't invade. They invaded South Korea, one of our allies." I think George Washington has a uh, a choice. You know, the first president of the of uh, the country. He has a, a few choice it's words a, a, for people with that mindset. George Washington had that and um uh, that quote, and also Thomas Jefferson. It was uh. Peace and commerce with all nations and entangling alliances with none. Right. So your excuse, Don, uh, that we had an alliance with South Korea is meaningless. And in, in the, uh, the, the big picture of looking at what this country is supposed to be about. America's supposed to be about freedom and liberty and the, the ability to live life how you choose, so long as you don't harm anyone else. And the government originally was structured to where it wasn't supposed to have alliances. There was not supposed to be an alliance with South Korea or whatever other countries we've uh, uh, the, the the government has aligned itself with. That stuff wasn't supposed to happen. So the fact that it was there is not an excuse to go and violate the the, the concept of this country and invade another country. Sorry, you can't use that. It's invalid, but that's okay. It doesn't matter to Don because he's completely embroiled in the big government paradigm. He believes in welfare. It was hard to get him to admit to it, but he believes in government welfare, but only for the people he thinks it should go to. During World War II, he completely dismissed the existence of Switzerland. The only nation not to take sides during the conflict was left alone. And you know, and he ignored our points on that, and then shifted the conversation to immigration. So there's there's just no way to get through uh, to people like no, that. No, if you believe in using guns to solve your problems, then there's just no way to get through. Let's go uh, back to Nigel. I don't know if Nigel wanted to make a, a few final points here uh, with Don off the line. You're on Free Talk Live again, Nigel in Texas. Yeah, well, I, you know, as you said, I'm from Texas, and so I've lived here my whole fairly short life, and I've got a lot of respect for illegal immigrants. Because they come here, they work hard, and they're the basis of this state's economy. They're they're, they're the basis of um you know the basis of the growth of the economy of the United States. When you're talking about say 20 million people, pick your number. I'm not sure 10, 15, 20 million illegal aliens um, in the country, and we've only had small amounts of growth in our economy. You can you can lead that directly back to the illegal aliens. Oh, definitely. Very good, Nigel. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's go to Robert in Washington. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Robert. Oh my God, hi to you. Hey, I just had a few things to say about uh, protests I went to about uh, against illegal immigration and how some people acted there. Okay. Um. Well, some people were just overreacting a lot, and I noticed the news press was there, and it was kind of surprising. We had a very um, conservative paper, and they were saying things like maybe we should gather all the illegal immigrants and put them into like a gladiator competition and oh my gosh with nonstop constant butt sex. Well, that's absurd. Thank you for the call. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I know. don't believe a word he said there, but okay. <laughs> well, sounded I, like an excuse to say butt sex on the radio. Good, good, very well be. Well, you know, I look for that excuse every night. Actually, kids these days. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's go to Richard in Arizona. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Richard. Uh, am I on? You are, sir. What's on your mind? Well, first of all, I'd like to say hello to the vestibule. What's up, guys? The vestibule. Who? What? We're talking about immigration now. Okay. Uh, So, as I was saying, I completely agree with Don. Do you? 
yeah, Don, he's like, he, I agree with him. Uh -huh. And I mm -hmm. kind of find it mean that you told him to put a gun in his mouth. Well, he was talking about how he hated uh, hated life here in America. Oh, my with God, what's this? The Americans around. What? Does this thing cost money? Does what cost money, sir? The, the, what I'm talking to right now. Does the radio show yeah, cost yeah, money? Yeah, the, ra the, the radio. Telephone? Yeah, it costs money to do a radio show. We've got to pay for phone lines and uh, satellite access and that sort of oh, thing. Okay, okay. So as I was saying, immigration, illegal immigrants with quotes, should not be allowed at all. So what do you plan to do to keep them out? Well, what I thought was a good idea was the gladiator stuff. <laughs> See you later. 800-259-9231. The toll-free packet 8.net lines. 1-800-259-9231. Let's continue here uh, to, I believe it is uh, Mark in Indianapolis listening on WXNT. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello. Uh, good afternoon, you guys. Um, I got an update on the Mr. Green situation. Okay, well, he, we got a recap. First of all, um, who's Mr. Green? Why are you calling about him? What's going, What's up? Okay, he's the guy that was in the uh, van at the uh, at the towing facility and awesome. the uh, safety Nazis. Uh, city officials came and made him leave. That's right. A ninety-year-old, a ninety-year-old gentleman who had been living in this van at this private business's uh, res, a private business for a number yes. of years, and everybody was fine with him. The got, private business owner had given him permission to live in this particular van. There was a news story done about him in the Indianapolis Star that brought him to the attention the of the fan. local bureaucrats, who then went in there and ordered him out. What's the latest? He is there now, and uh, several hundred people from various radio stations in town uh, kicked up a big stink, and um, they are now finding him an apartment that I think they're going to pay for. Who's going to pay for it? The, uh, I guess the uh, city establishment, which means uh, you and I are going to pay for it. Yeah, Hopefully that doesn't sound like a very good solution. Uh, yeah, but they're like, that's the only way they know how to fix it since they're the government. Yeah, I guess. well, they right, they can't allow an exception to their rules. Of course, it's their rules. And oh, well, if we let one person break the rules, then we have to let everybody break the rules, and then it would be chaos. Yeah, it's scary, isn't it? Thanks for the call, Mark. Appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can take control of the airways. We can't have a man living in a van on a piece of property where he has complete permission to be. That can't happen in our city of Indianapolis. More on the way. You can take control and bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and it's your show. You can bring up anything toll-free. 800-259-9231. We'll try to sneak you in here in these remaining moments on this live Saturday edition. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and you'll enjoy all the features there completely free. Why? Well, because that's why I want it to be. I think a good talk show website should be free, though I do think you might want to voluntarily support the show by buying some Free Talk Live stuff at store.freetalklive.com. We've got Free Talk Live t-shirts and hats. Uh, we've also got the Free Marketeer flag, the DVD Classic Collector Archive sets. Uh, those are there as well, and free bumper stickers, because that's the way they should be. Hey, head over to store.freetalklive.com, spend some money with us today, or... And or go to Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com as well. Get virtually anything you might need to buy in life right there at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com and feel good about your purchase, not only because it's coming from Amazon, great customer service and all that stuff, but also because a percentage of your purchase is going to Free Talk Live. If you shop through that link, Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. we got to go to the phones. It's George in California. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello? Hey, George. We got you. What's on your mind? I want to talk about how you were disrespecting Don. He was an American hero. <laughs> Is that right? 
he did fight for freedom, whether or not you hippie ass would believe it. Now, how can you? De how do you define him fighting for freedom? How is it that he was fighting for freedom? All right, imagine this. If Korea had won the war, what do you think America would be like right now? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I think Korea did win that war. <laughs> well, if they won that war, there wouldn't be an America right now, would there? <laughs> oh, it's, it's clear uh, that uh, you've got a very salient point there, George. Anything else? Yes, I'd like to also talk about your policy on immigration. Why do you think all these illegal immigrants should just be able to walk through the borders whenever they want? Well, I don't know if there should be borders necessarily, so I just think that people in general should be able to go um, cross certain p uh, plots of land that are so-called publicly owned whenever they darn well please. I mean, if they're not free to move, uh, if you're not free to move in and out of this country, then it's not a free country. And I don't know about you, George, but I'd like to live in a free country. Are you high? Maybe. Or maybe later. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. I can't admit to that on the air. Are you kidding me? Let's continue uh, with... Uh, it is Puke uh, in New Hampshire on the amplifier line. Hey, Puke. Actually, this is Kurt in oh. Michigan. Well, let's go with Kurt. Hey, Kurt. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, sir. Doing well. What's on your mind? I just wanted to say that I die into the big government paradigm because they've taxed me so much to pay for big government, I don't even have a paradigm to rub together. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. And the taxes keep going up, so get ready to get rid of all your dimes, whatever you have left. They want your dimes, well, too. I, I, I want to talk about what Jim Babka was talking about a couple of days ago, where he was saying that there's a bill that is going to be attached. It will attach the budget to the pay of of our representatives. And if they don't meet the budget, their pay will go down. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think that that's going to work only because that even if we paid the representatives nothing or even charged them to be our representatives, they would still line up as long as there is tax money to graft and influence to sell. And that's what I think we should we should really work on. Is I agree with you. It's, it's a we weak take, concept. If we take the if we take the money the the you know some of their pay away, then they'll have to scramble harder for that influence that they're going to sell, and you'll be able to catch them a little more easily. Nobody's running for Congress or the Senate because they need a job. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, they're running because they want to be able to sell that influence and they want to be able to grab that money. It's true. it's one of the weaker uh, things that Downsize DC is behind, but that's just something they're behind. It wasn't their original concept. That was just a bill that came forward that somebody uh, announced, and Downsize DC just simply announced their support for it. Kurt, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Uh, that's, again, referring to our friends over at DownsizeDC.org. Great organization supporting the uh, the downsizing of the DC government. That's once again... like to see that. Downsize DC. Org. All right, we're going to puke now, for real, in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, I'll just make two quick comments. Um, I'm just really glad that my family made it to the United States before all this stuff happened and that they were let in and that I was lucky enough to be born here because otherwise, wow, what a mess. Um, and then secondly, uh, whenever people like uh, a caller that called after me last night's show uh, talk about the military and such, it's either they've been watching too many movies or something because uh, soldiers are dying for, you know, no real cause. Um, I had family that have died in World War II and Korea, and then I fought in this Iraq mess. And it's there's no 
no good thing that comes from war. Uh, the only thing that comes from it is, you know, death and violence and suffering. What are you talking about, and Puke? We get freedom from war. That's how freedom's created is we have a bunch of wars. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I fought in Iraq, and now I get to pay all kinds of taxes, and the government gets to tell me what to do. It's fantastic freedoms. Wow. It's, it's just insanity. Great so points, that's Puke. All I wanted to say. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. That's as somebody who uh, just got out of the military. That's Puke from uh, New Hampshire, 800-259-9231, to uh, Victor in Texas. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Victor. Hello? Hi, Victor. You're on the air. What's hey. on your mind? Yeah, uh, I wanted to respond to Don. Please. <clears throat> yeah, I'm uh, I'm from Texas, as you all said, and uh, I'm an illegal immigrant. Okay. Um, and I wanted to respond because you're talking a little bad about illegal immigrants, and I just wanted to clarify some few points. Please. Especially like how y'all said about the social security taxes, uh, social security, and how we uh, explain that you know, in, in detail I, I, because people don't get it. Well, yeah, see, I have to pay taxes because I have four social security numbers, and I pay taxes on all of those, especially when I, I uh, have to fill out for credit cards and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I, I like I I get on the internet. If you just search for social security numbers, you can get a lot of them. I'm sure. That's a lot of things I have to do. Sometimes I have to go and like because you know it's hard getting a job when you're an illegal immigrant. So like like. Sometimes they don't pay me. Like, I'll do work for them, and they won't pay me, so I have to steal HEB's carts from, and, and I have to sell them. So, wait, you're saying that uh, if you do the job, they just decide to say, screw you, Victor, we don't have to pay you. In fact, if uh, if you want to uh, make a, a lot of noise about it, we'll call uh, we'll call ICE on you, basically, is what they'll do, right? Yeah, that's what they do, and, and they, they say they're going to call them on me, but then, like, like one time, like, I got in a fight with the people outside of the welfare place because I, I get the welfare since I try to get all the four welfares from all the social security numbers I've stolen. I get their their their, their welfare welfare checks and these people saw me one time doing it because I, I I made a mistake. I, I'll admit I made a mistake. I went in you know back to back with the same social security number and they realized that I was the same person claiming different social security numbers. Uh, where were you born in Mexico? Uh, Monterrey. Hmm. What what uh, province is that in? What state? Uh, yeah. That's in that, so Monterey is in um the district uh the district the the DC version their their version of DC. How far um, is it from Mexico City? No, it's not from Mexico City. It's uh it's about 4 hours south of the border. In, in or three, three and a half hours. Maybe. Okay, okay. I, it just sounds to me like uh, I, I, I thought for a moment there you might not be a, a real Ill, illegal immigrant. Now, you are saying that you use Social Security numbers that you stole to get welfare? Yeah. Why would you do something like that? Well, because I need money. I need to live. And, you know, the country down there, they don't really help me out with anything. So, you know, and sometimes, you know, like the people, they don't want to help me out. So would I you, here's stuff. another question for you. Would you, if you had come here, if there were no immigration procedures, if you were just be able to just come here and work wherever you wanted to work and not have to worry about uh, governmental procedures, would you, would you still be uh, likely to go and get on welfare or would you just work and, and make your own way? Well, considering I have my social security numbers, I probably still would because I could get like more money. And then I could still get to Social Security. Well, you're despicable. Money. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. You know, you know, but the fact as long is, as we have people, a welfare system, people are going to exploit it. Right. That much is true. And the fact is there are a lot of people that come here from uh, Mexico and other countries that uh, are far too proud to go on welfare. And they aren't like Victor. 
and uh, I don't want it to, to sound like Victor uh, trying to paint all immigrants with a, with a bad brush. A lot of people come here just to make a better life for themselves, and they have to put up with a bunch of crap from the, uh, from the government and deal with uh, crap from employers because they're illegal, and therefore they, uh, they have to jump through a bunch more hoops in order to even make any money around here. So were we to get rid of welfare and were we to, en- to end all of these border restrictions, then I think a lot of things would happen in a positive fashion. Let's continue with the calls to David in Massachusetts. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, David. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind? I agree with Don. Okay. So uh, I, I think that the, ter- the, the terrorists, they are illegal immigrants, and they live in Iraq. So they, they should go to an to an island yeah you <laughs> gotta should, keep it straight man thanks for the call 800-259-9231 if you're gonna do a crank call you really just gotta get it straight you gotta deliver yeah you gotta get it out there you gotta hit it fast you gotta hit it hard and you can't uh you can't waver and you especially can't start cracking up in the middle of it mm-hmm. and really you're not even that funny <laughs> I haven't been amused by any of the crank callers tonight. FM crank callers are Just good. pathetic. Hey, hey, we're done. It's Benny in here with you. And Mark. Just pathetic. Give up. Call a show that, like, needs your help. <laughs> we'll be back Monday night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. In the meantime, enjoy our features on our website and enjoy the rest of your weekend. It's been Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com.